Threnody by Ralph Waldo Emerson. Read for LibriVox.org by Sonia. Threnody. The south wind brings life, sunshine, and desire, and on every mount and meadow breathes aromatic fire. But over the dead he has no power, the lost, the lost he cannot restore, and looking over the hills I mourn the darling who shall not return. I see my empty house, I see my trees repair their boughs, and he, the wondrous child, whose silver warble wild outvalued every pulsing sound within the air's cerulean round, the hyacinthine boy for whom morn well might break and April bloom, the gracious boy who did adorn the world whereinto he was born, and by his countenance repay the favour of the loving day, has disappeared from the day's eye. Far and wide she cannot find him, my hopes pursue they cannot bind him. Returned this day the south wind searches, and finds young pines and budding birches, but finds not the budding man. Nature, who lost, cannot remake him. Fate let him fall, fate can't retake him. Nature, fate, men, him seek in vain. And whither now, my truant, wise and sweet, O oh, whither tend thy feet? I had the right, few days ago, Thy steps to watch, thy place to know. How have I forfeited the right? Hast thou forgot me in a new delight? I hearken for thy household cheer, O eloquent child, whose voice, an equal messenger, conveyed thy meaning mild. What though the pains and joys whereof it spoke were toys, fitting his age and ken, yet fairest dames and bearded men, who heard this sweet request, so gentle, wise, and grave, bend it with joy to his behest, and let the world's affairs go by a while to share his cordial game, or mend his wicker wagon frame, still plotting how their hungry ear that winsome voice again might hear, for his lips could well pronounce words that were persuasions. Gentlest guardians marked serene his early hope, his liberal mien, took counsel from his guiding eyes to make this wisdom earthly wise. Ah, vainly do these eyes recall the school march, each day's festival, when every morn my bosom glowed to watch the convoy on the road. The babin willow wagon closed, with rolling eyes and face composed, with children forward and behind, like cupids studiously inclined. And he the chieftain paced beside, the centre of the troop allied. With sunny face of sweet repose, to guard the babe from fancied foes. The little captain, innocent, took the eye with him as he went. Each village senior paused to scan and speak the lovely caravan. From the window I look out to mark thy beautiful parade, stately marching in cap and coat to some tune by fairies played, a music heard by thee alone to works as noble led thee on. Now love and pride, alas, in vain, up and down their glances strain. The painted sled stands where it stood, the kennel by the corded wood, his gathered sticks to stanch the wall of the snow-tower when snow should fall, 
the ominous hole he dug in the sand and childhood's castles built or planned his daily haunts i well discern the poultry yard the shed the barn and every inch of garden ground paced by the blessed feet around from the roadside to the brook whereinto he loved to look stepped the meek fowls where erst they ranged the wintry garden lies unchanged the brook into the stream runs on but the deep-eyed boy is gone on that shaded day dark with more clouds than tempests are when thou didst yield thy innocent breath in bird-like heavings unto death night came and nature had not thee i said we are mates in misery the morrow dawned with needless glow each snowbird chirped each fowl must crow each tramper started but the feet of the most beautiful and sweet of human youth had left the hill and garden they were bound and still there's not a sparrow or a wren there's not a blade of autumn grain which the four seasons do not tend and tides of life and increase lend and every chick of every bird and weed and rock moss is preferred o ostrich-like forgetfulness o loss of larger in the less was there no star that could be sent no watcher in the firmament no angel from the countless host that loiters round the crystal coast could stoop to heal that only child nature's sweet marvel undefiled and keep the blossom of the earth which all her harvests were not worth not mine i never called thee mine but nature's heir if i repine and seeing rashly torn and moved not what i made but what i loved grow early old with grief that thou must to the wastes of nature go tis because a general hope was quenched and all must doubt and grope for flattering planets seemed to say this child should ills of ages stay by wondrous tongue and guided pen bring the flown muses back to men perchance not he but nature ailed the world and not the infant failed it was not ripe yet to sustain a genius of so fine a strain who gazed upon the sun and moon as if he came unto his own and pregnant with his grander thought brought the old order into doubt his beauty once their beauty tried they could not feed him and he died and wandered backward as in scorn to wait an eon to be born ill day which made this beauty waste plight broken this high face defaced some went and came about the dead and some in books of solace read some to their friends the tidings say some went to write some went to pray one tarried here there hurried one but their heart abode with none covetous death bereaved us all to aggrandize one funeral the eager fate which carried thee took the largest part of me for this losing is true dying this is lordly man's down lying this his slow but sure reclining star by star his world resigning o child of paradise boy who made dear his father's home in whose deep eyes men read the welfare of the times to come i am too much bereft the world dishonoured thou hast left o truth and nature's costly lie o trusted broken prophecy 
O richest fortune sourly crossed, Born for the future, to the future lost. The deep heart answered, Weepest thou, worthier cause for passion wild, If I had not taken the child? And deemest thou as those who pour With aged eyes short way before, Thinks beauty vanished from the coast of matter and thy darling lost? Taught he not thee, the man of eld, whose eyes within his eyes beheld heaven's numerous hierarchy span, the mystic gulf from God to man? To be alone wilt thou begin when worlds of lovers hem thee in? Tomorrow, when the masks shall fall, that dies in nature's carnival, the pure shall see by their own will which overflowing love shall fill, tis not within the force of fate, the fate conjoined to separate. But thou, my votary, weepest thou. I gave thee sight, where is it now? I taught thy heart beyond the reach of ritual, Bible, or of speech. Wrote in thy mind's transparent table as far as the incommunicable. Taught thee each private sign to raise lit by the super-solar blaze, past utterance and past belief, and past the blasphemy of grief, the mysteries of nature's heart. And though no muse can these impart, throb thine with nature's throbbing breast, and all is clear from east to west. I came to thee as to a friend, dearest, to thee I did not send tutors, but a joyful eye, innocence that matched the sky, Lovely locks, a form of wonder, laughter rich as woodland thunder, that thou mightst entertain apart the richest flowering of all art. And as the great all-loving day through smallest chambers takes its way, that thou mightst break thy daily bread with prophet, saviour, and head, that thou mightst cherish for thine own the riches of sweet Mary's son, boy rabbi, Israel's paragon. And thoughtest thou such guest would in thy hall take up his rest? Would rushing life forget her laws? Fate's glowing revolution pause? High omens ask diviner guess, not to be conned to tediousness. And know my higher gifts unbind, the zone that girds the incarnate mind. When the scanty shores are full, with thought's perilous, whirling pool, when frail nature can no more, then the spirit strikes the hour. My servant death, with solving right, pours finite into infinite. Wilt thou freeze love's tidal flow, whose streams through nature circling go? Nail the wild star to its track on the half-climbed zodiac. Light is light which radiates, blood is blood which circulates, life is life which generates, and many-seeming life is one. Wilt thou transfix and make it none? Its onward force too starkly pent In figure, bone, and liniment. Wilt thou, uncalled, interrogate, Talker, the unreplying fate, Nor see the genius of the whole Ascendant in the private soul, Beckon it when to go and come, Self-announced its hour of doom. Fair the soul's recess and shrine, Magic built to last the season, Masterpiece of love benign, fairer that expansive reason, whose omen this and sign. Wilt thou not ope thy heart to know 
what rainbows teach and sunsets show verdict which accumulates from lengthening scroll of human fates voice of earth to earth returned prayers of saints that inly burned saying what is excellent as god lives is permanent hearts are dust hearts loves remain hearts love will meet thee again revere the maker fetch thine eye up to his style and manners of the sky not of adamant and gold built he heaven stark and cold no but a nest of bending reeds flowering grass and scented weeds or like a traveller's fleeing tent or bow above the tempest bent built of tears and sacred flames and virtue reaching to its aims built of furtherance and pursuing not of spent deeds but of doing silent rushes the swift lord through ruined systems still restored broad sowing bleak and void to bless plants with worlds the wilderness waters with tears of ancient sorrow apples of eden ripe to-morrow house and tenant go to ground lost in god in godhead found end of poem this recording is in the public domain